0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice cold cherry coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week it's Spooktober on Mainstream Boys. We watch the latest addition to the VHS horror franchise, featuring some spooky and disturbing short films in VHS 1994. Well, Spencer, it's good to see you back again in this very same sweatshirt. It was hard going, you know, three months in the summertime without you wearing it. It almost made it so I didn't want to record the show. No, I totally understand. It's, it's a valid point. It's like um, I need repetition in my life, and that really threw me for a loop without you wearing your Patriot sweatshirt?
1: Yes, yes. I put the sweatshirt on usually, I used to every single time we... Would record an episode of Mainstream Boys until the summertime hits, because then it gets to like eighty-nine degrees in my apartment, and there's just nothing you can do. With even if you have like two ACs going at once,
0: it just—it really was so insanely uncomfortable. Like, I mean, yeah, I've, you've it, experienced. I've it. I'm worse, glad that you've experienced
1: like... it because yeah, you're in always in like AC temperature, like in your
0: in your fucking no. Trust me, dude. I I don't take it for granted anymore because central air is is very nice down here. Even yeah. at like if even if I have it at seventy-eight, like that's very comfortable ah well spencer it's good to have you back you have any drinks with you tonight any snacks
1: no no i i uh i'm all out on my my mango seltzers but uh i have more in the first drift you had spindrifts you recently had a spindrift
0: i did was that last week or was that I think it was off, last week off yeah. podcast so you had a lemon it was an
1: off podcast remark yes but you had a, okay. uh, a lemon spindrift
0: Yes, typically I do make fun of you for your seltzers that don't uh, contain alcohol, but I I quite liked it. I would have liked to add some alcohol to it, but I didn't. I took the high road, Spencer. So, Rocktober, good for you. Yep, and here's my Corona right here, and I have an 8% White Claw right here ready to go for the podcast.
1: They're doing 8% White Claws now?
0: It's called White Claw Surge, and it's 8%. It's like the Four loco of white women. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> Here we are. 8% White Claws. Okay, that's new.
0: Welcome back to Mainstream Boys, the show where Spencer and I get together on a weekly basis on Zoom. We watch the new release movies of the week. Uh, though we you know watch them separately in our own uh, homes, in a comfy chair, hopefully, with a big bucket of popcorn, ice cold, polar seltzer for Spencer, and a couple beers for me. And usually no candy because I don't go out of my way to buy candy, unfortunately. But if I was at the theater, I definitely would. Spencer how was your return to the theater this week?
1: Speaking of the theater. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I How'd went it back. Go?
0: I went back to the theaters.
1: Um tell me all about it. It was tell good. Us all about I went it. and saw No Time to Die. Oh. At the uh Flagship. So I mean it's kind of the uh, it's 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 a smaller theater. And uh went with the good no AMC, But um <clears throat> but here's the thing. So we got there. And the movie just you know we got there kind of early. The Movie hasn't started yet. I kind of just I forget what to do. I'm like, do I? Like, I just completely forgot the process. I'm like, how, how do, do I you pause take the movie it? if I need to go uh, pay? Like, I don't. Anyways. Um, but no, I was sitting yeah. in the chair and then I was looking at the local news on my phone, just kind of seeing what was going on. I actually had some drone footage that was on the news on Friday. So I was tr- trying to find that footage. Oh, that's um, cool. And I then saw an article that was like, oh, the Cinemagic, in, uh, or not Cinemagic, but uh, the IMAX theater is now open. Today, as I'm sitting in the theater at a flagship, I'm like, "God damn it!" So today oh. I could have gone to see No Time to Die in IMAX because they damn. had just opened the same day I bought tickets to go and see at a different theater that I was kind of holding off on. Um, so I went last night to the IMAX and saw it again. So <laughs> oh, really? I did get to go. Did you to didn't want IMAX to go see, see uh, The Adams Family Two? I know that was playing as well. No, I wasn't playing in IMAX. Only No Time to Die was. Um, oh, okay. Uh, now Burke hadn't seen it, so we went last night and I saw it again. And I just wanted to see it in IMAX, of course. And uh, yeah, it's it's the way to see the movies.
0: Oh my god! Quick review though, like worth seeing in theaters? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, I mean it it underperformed. I think that's what they're saying because I mean I think it made like sixty something million in the uh, domestic box office, but it's made like three hundred something million dollars worldwide. So it's it's doing fine. Uh, That's pretty good. Which is Yeah. yeah, and. People are still hesitant to go. I mean, I've haven't gone since January of 2020, but uh, yeah, I mean, seeing it in IMAX last night, yeah, seeing in IMAX last night, just like the sound was just like you would feel it, every gunshot like in your seat. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely going to be the way to go for some of these bigger releases down the line. I'm glad that the IMAX is now open.
0: Yeah, and I guess honestly, worth the wait for because they held that movie off for quite a while. It was supposed to come out, I think, end of 2019 maybe mid maybe summer of 2020 i think maybe is when it was supposed to come out but no time to die
1: um, march of 2020 okay march 30th was the release date and everything blew up mid-march so it was like two weeks before i think they had set all like the premieres up and uh people had bought tickets and they're like nope we're gonna delay it crazy that's crazy but More,
0: more than a full year almost two years that movie had to wait to actually get released which is pretty insane
1: yeah no but the movie's great i mean it's if you like daniel craig's bond movies This
0: is just it's right up there um yeah but anyways this week spencer and i are not talking about no time to die in fact it is spooked on mainstream boys starting today and we will be talking about the i believe fourth edition to the vhs franchise vhs 1994 speaking of 1994 spencer i believe this was a year before our birth uh what movie in 1994 speaking of theaters would you go see in theaters but it can't be Shawshank or Pulp Fiction because that's too easy
1: what film from 1994 would I go and see
0: in the theaters if you could go back in time and see um, it in 1994 with a crowd with a okay. crowd yeah uh,
1: I'm going to stay in the Spooktober vibes that we're going oh. with and I'm going to go interview with a vampire it's a, kind of a uh, from what I remember it's just very violent at times be interested Is to see that with, a, uh, with the crowd or something uh no Tom out? Cruise Brad Pitt
0: Kristen Dunst no. it's oh, about okay.
1: vampires it's gothic yeah I um, think I
0: I've never got around to seeing it because I was gonna I wanted to watch it for the podcast but I know you'd seen it already so.
1: obviously I'd love to see Pulp Fiction and Shawshank and Forrest Gump in theaters but I mean, I, I don't know I mean I bet it'd just be the same as seeing it if it came out today I just I don't I mean think yeah because I, I remember seeing
0: too, too Jurassic Park in 3D and I was like all right yeah that was fine I guess. That, doesn't, that didn't really need to happen, but thank you. I mean, because that was a re-release, audiences <laughs> reacted more. But, right. I mean, yeah. another good one, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. See, that's what I thought you were going to pick. If you were going to go more of a jokey answer, like my answer is about to be. That would
1: be le- my legitimate answer. I mean, my Spooktober okay. answer is Interview with a Vampire. But <laughs> my legitimate answer, yeah, I mean, Ace Ventura, uh, Pet Detective, just... Laughing with a sold-out crowd with that movie. Like, no one's seen it before. Yeah, it'd be pretty crazy. Although, I don't know
0: if it was even well-received, but I don't know. It might have been more of a cult thing afterwards. It could have been. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Uh, But that's why I wanted to go with Junior. Because just imagine, this movie came out right before Thanksgiving. So you and your family, you're heading out before Thanksgiving. You go see Junior with Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You sit down next to other families that took time out of their day. To go see Arnold Schwarzenegger get impregnated with Danny DeVito's child for two hours. Is that what the movie's about? I've never seen it. Yes, dude. <laughs> that's what the movie's about? He's like a fertility doctor, and somehow Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. And I, okay. Yeah. that And Danny DeVito like takes care of him or something. I've seen it, I think, a while ago. But, yeah, that's a movie that exists. So that would be really weird to see in theaters. But, yeah, that was my pick
1: okay yeah i mean i would i would also sure like what, i've never seen it, not. so i'll go and watch it <laughs> that sounds okay. intriguing uh just to see how that gets pulled off but okay sure yeah
0: okay all right we love arnold schwarzenegger on this channel uh but anyway we are watching vhs or we already watched vhs 1994 this is available on shutter which i believe is ten dollars a month uh you can get it through amazon or something pg-13 hour and 43 minutes and this is the fourth addition to that franchise i've only seen the second movie vhs2 i believe you haven't watched the first if i had it's i remember almost nothing about it because i remember vhs2 being pretty crazy like that one stuck with me for a while first one i actually
1: i remember watching when it came out and yeah i really enjoyed it second one just randomly came out as well like a couple years after and i remember watching that i think that weekend when it came out on vod and right. probably telling you about it and kind of being big on it because we made a whole like skit on VHS during a exactly, YouTube yeah. phase of things. Uh, so we were big on VHS too for sure because that one I think has the best consistency with like how good the shorts are. Like each one right. is actually very entertaining, like, and they were very different and cool. Uh, like the zombie GoPro, they had this
0: like alien. Sleepover. Oh, the alien one. Okay, I, that's yeah. I forgot about these that. Kids but had yeah, a
1: sleepover on a lake house and these aliens come. And, like that was really them. cool. Uh, it's, they had yeah. obviously the crazy one with like this like, the cult and. uh
0: Yeah, that was called Safe Haven. I think Safe that Haven. Was yeah, directed by a guy who did uh the Subject in this one, but his name is yes. Timo Tjantoe. I think definitely okay. didn't say that right but yeah that was the craziest short or horror short i think i've ever seen
1: that was i think that's the best vhs short that's that exists because of how crazy it is yeah and it's direct, co-directed by gareth edwards as well who did uh the raid okay
0: didn't he gareth edwards who did uh the guest that wasn't him
1: that was adam wingard and adam wingard has also directed a vhs short uh he directed the first one in vhs 2 where the guy has eye surgery and he has like a new eye, but his new eye yes. sees things at his house. So that, that was, was directed creepy. by Adam Wingard. His writer partner Simon Barrett directed The Wake, which is this one, uh, VHS ninety four. Um, he did that short. So I mean, yeah. yeah, there's all everyone is a everyone knows each other with these VHS films and yeah, get their friends they've been around each other for a while. Uh, yeah, especially
0: Simon Barrett and I, I, I assume maybe his wife or something. Her name's Chloe. They've both worked on. Both VHS films, too, and this one. And also, they worked on The Guest, You're Next, and Blair Witch, the sure. newest Blair Witch movie. So, they've been around the block when it comes to horror films, horror shorts, that type of thing. Uh, but this one has a 5.5 on IMDb and a 95 critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a 62... Yeah, 62 audience. That's so, more like it. Okay. Yeah, that's where I was like, eh, okay, that makes more sense. Um, but basically, it's like four or five horror shorts in this one i can't remember it's
1: uh four shorts but if you and count if you the main to... storyline with like the swat team finding all the tapes and the bodies i guess you can say that there's five
0: so basically the main it's it's not your typical film obviously if you've seen these films before you kind of know what i'm talking about but if not uh the the main plot line is a police swat team investigates a mysterious vhs tape and discovers a sinister cult that has is pre-recorded material which uncovers a nightmarish conspiracy. Sure, yes and no, but basically you're there to watch the horror shorts that take place and just experience those for the most part. Because the main storyline, the one thing about this movie is I've never cared about the main storyline in any of the VHS movies. It's just the shorts for me, personally.
1: It is by far my one complaint with all of these movies
0: is yeah. they yeah.
1: always try to like connect them with this like overarching story um that has all different different director as well and it just yeah it's definitely unneeded because I, I mean they these are anthology movies so i would prefer if they just had like five shorts in an hour and 40 minutes and they just who cares they just kind of go right into the next like that's totally fine like I'm, I'm happy with that type of uh type of stuff i mean but they did try to do like the whole like it's it, it's clever enough they're trying to do like the whole like storyline that kind of they find these tapes and it keeps cutting back and things are even crazier for
0: them and they go into the next one i mean i get why they're doing it but yeah it's just an actual film it makes sense because otherwise it's just it's just random shorts that have no real relation to each other in any way so
1: and i kind of forget what vhs2 or one was that they were doing i remember one of them they were just like looking through this house and they find all these tapes It it was kind of straightforward and every time they cut back there's something more crazier going on. And I think that one worked maybe a little bit better. One of them did, even though I'm not remembering it correctly. Just this one in particular, this whole SWAT team stuff. I didn't like it at all. I I mean, every time I cut back, I was like, we're back to this. And then they have this terrible, terrible ending that was just so like, I don't know what,
0: I don't know. It was just so weird. And, it gets like on this borderline snuff film plot line. It was very weird. It was just so strange. Out of nowhere, just unnecessary. But, you know, if I were to complain about the movie, it is the, the filler that yes. tries to pull, to pull everything together in terms of the shorts because to make it a sh- movie. But All of the shorts here, they're all fun. The first one we get is... Why don't we go over like each you one just a little yeah, bit? So, just to make it easier, I guess. But the first one you get is Storm Drain, which basically follows a uh, reporter and a cameraman, And there's this weird thing going around town that there is a rat man in the sewers. Um, So basically, you're following this, the cameraman himself. That's like your found footage point of view as they go through the sewers and try to find this rat, I guess. So it sounds stupid, but it was actually pretty oddly entertaining for me personally. And actually, just, just for, in terms of a... Scare tactics. Like I was just waiting for something to jump out at me. This one actually had me wanting to like block the screen so I didn't get scared. <laughs> like at times, so. this
1: one was by far the silliest one for me. Um, and uh <clears throat> I I did really really appreciate the feel of this movie just overall and just like how they shot it with like actual equipment from nineteen ninety four like with the yeah. VCR camcorders and stuff and just that mm-hmm. it was all it definitely had. Well, besides the subject, I think that one definitely had a digital look to it and feel um but um for the most part yeah all of them have this like vhs feel like that's literally what the title is it but, feels like, like you're in the 90s and exactly for some reason it, for me so that, that added equipment.
0: another weird vibe to it yeah because it, it was done so well to make you feel like you were in that era of like home video you exactly know? yeah so this one i think
1: nailed that a- this one nailed that aesthetic very well and uh, there was a couple of shots, too, yeah, that were very, very strange and uh, off-putting. Like, when she is down in the sewers and she's looking down the tunnel, and then all of a sudden she sees this, like, figure just in the shadows and it just kind of right. goes back and, like, fades back into the darkness. And like, oh, my God, that's so weird. <laughs> and, like, they do those slow pans. You just know you're going to see something. Half the time the payoff is very silly and just, like, just loud music. then like, And, like, the a lot scare, of it but... is, like,
0: granted with these type of films, like, it is a lot of jump scares, which is yeah. to be expected. Um, but I, that doesn't make it less scary. You could say that's a cheap way to go about it. But in terms of a short film, building tension, I would say, is a little bit tougher with less time to do so. So it is kind of the way to go in terms of scares. So especially for something that's about a literal rat person in the sewers.
1: Yeah. And, and that whole stuff, like, when they get to the whole a rat cult and they're like worshiping him and stuff. I'm like, okay, this is just, that was stupid. I, line. And then it cuts up to back that, I was to like, okay. her in the, uh, as the anchor woman, she like is becoming the rap herself. I'm like, this is just so fucking weird. And okay. I don't know where they're going with this.
0: Um, I guess the next one. So we'll go on to the, basically the guy who made the scary short from VHS two. Uh, it's called the subject, I guess. So basically this follows, that the kind of, like, mad scientist guy who's experimenting on people, he, like, kidnaps people, and you can see in his shop that there's, like, news stories of missing women and, and missing guys and stuff, and basically he's, like, turning them into mechanical monsters or something, right? That um, is the subject, yes. Yeah, the subject. So that one was fucking insane. <laughs> like, holy hell. Uh, but just just, like, the point of view that you get from... I guess, the subject herself. Um, basically, it's just a camera on her head, and you're seeing it from her point of view almost the entire time. And I think that that added just a whole sense of uneasiness because you want the short to get to the point point, be like, okay, what is going on with her? Because it takes them a while to actually show you what's going on. So that kept me that kept me attached to the short for the entire thing, just wanting to know what was going on with her.
1: The subject was probably... My favorite out of all of them, because okay. it's directed by Timo Gianto, who has done... I don't know if you've seen this one, because I told a lot of people to watch it. I just don't know who ended up doing that. The Night Comes for Us. It's a Netflix film, basically like The Raid. It's just nonstop Indonesian, like just
0: martial arts. Oh, um, I love that movie. Yeah, okay. I, I think I gave that an A+. Plus. Like, he I'm directed that movie. Yeah, it was a Netflix okay. original
1: from like 2017 or so. Um And then he also co-directed The Safe Haven short from vhs2 he's done some some cool stuff and i definitely want to see his uh, some of his other work this is out of all of them i would love to see a feature out of this one like the mad scientist character learn more about him and just his like sadistic, crazy dude. stuff yeah. uh and like his like how he got to his position with like the swat team looking for him and then obviously what escalates after that with like uh the swat team just trying to kill the this robot creature that he created like it's just so intense and by far the bloodiest and goriest one even though this was by far the least 94 of all of them this definitely felt more like a modern day kind of vhs version but
0: in terms of filmmaking i think this was definitely the best one as well i think it felt like the climax to a movie like you could kind of assume all the stuff that led up to this scene but this is like the final climax to whatever that movie would have been but I mean, it's insanely bloody. I mean, the kills are fucking ridiculous. Like, people getting cut in half. It's incredibly disturbing
1: and, and, yeah, just very messed up. But just incredibly engaging. Like, I was on the edge of my seat for pretty much the entirety of this one, especially when the SWAT team came. It just went to this level of just insanity that I just was not expecting. I was like, this is... I could definitely watch a feature of this. Even though they've done that type of uh, filmmaking with, like, Hardcore Henry and uh some other stuff and i haven't been a fan of it as a feature length but
0: right it it, it is it's that type of filmmaking that to me like makes my stomach turn a little bit just because yeah. like you're just like shaking all over the place and like that's always been kind of the nitpick with the found footage style but for this one you know I, I it seemed it was very well made for me regardless of that idea terror this one was the the one with like the i guess i would call them like white supremacists like kind of crazy Boys people
1: pieces of shit yeah,
0: yeah. The, these are the type of characters that you fucking despise. Like they just like look down on everyone, and they they have this like very sadistic religious outlook on the world where they just want to kill people, kind of right? <laughs> um, yeah, these
1: are they did a great job of making me hate every single person. Despise, yeah, <laughs> just absolutely horrible yeah, just human horrible beings, scum of the earth, people. Uh, which made the whole climax pretty entertaining. But uh,
0: oh, absolutely, yeah,
1: just. I did actually, that was probably my second favorite out of all of them, just because of how, like, I didn't know where it was going to go. Like, every twist and turn throughout that short was just something I just wasn't expecting. And I was also very confused (laughs) throughout that that short, uh, where I don't think I got a satisfying enough conclusion to, like, where I was hoping it was going. But I just, I gotta say, like, I was by far very, like, just, this is... I don't know where it's gonna go next. It was just very uh, intense.
0: I didn't know it was gonna go either because they keep cutting back to the same shot of them shooting someone in the head. Yeah, the same guy gets executed every
1: morning or something. But he has this like blood that can cause things to explode when the sun hits it, like vampire blood or something.
0: So, and a concept I have not seen before when it comes to vampires. So that was just confusing as a whole, but they were gonna use it in some type of biological warfare situation to blow up a yeah they were gonna like a bomb a a federal building or something yeah exactly so pretty cool i mean in terms of a filmmaking like a storyline for a short film that's pretty awesome i'm not gonna lie i is yeah i'd say it's my second favorite even though i hated
1: literally all of the characters and it was just kind of hard to sit through at times like in certain scenes but i was by far like this is like i don't know where it's gonna go next and it was uh
0: it was pretty interesting. I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think the ending was I didn't expect it, so it, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Um I was... I was expecting them to actually like make it to the federal building and something was going to happen there. That wasn't the case, so that did kind of throw me off, but I was still very satisfied with what fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a that's lot of questions,
1: I guess, <laughs> that weren't answered, but I eh, that's fine. Yeah. I don't need to be. But um... But
0: I mean that's that's one to say where uh, not that the other ones didn't do it, but the special effects with the I guess you could say the monster were pretty pretty cool with that one oh For yeah me, it
1: had some weird way of up eating in the attic the and face. shit yeah it was like it a, was like it kind of a person type it was weird deal.
0: yeah uh yeah no so this one was uh it was decent yeah i liked it but the last one was called the empty wake this one was basically about a girl who was like her first night at a funeral home she's supposed to kind of uh film this late night wake ceremony of a guy who died and, like, no one's showing up, and for some reason the casket is, like, moving by itself. So, yeah, we kind of see it from the point of view of, like, a camera in the corner, and then I think another camera. So there's kind of two that you kind of, like, cut back and forth between as, like, the lights are cutting out, the phone lines are getting cut out. Um, So that was, it was interesting. It it I wasn't really buying it at first. I wasn't, like, into it until, like, one particular scene happens, and I was like, fuck, that's pretty crazy
1: i did find this one for the most part kind of dull i okay. mean it's it's atmospheric sure uh with like the, the the storm and she's had a wake at night no one's there and then she keeps hearing like the, the the tapping uh on right the, on, in the casket. and yeah i mean it, it definitely hit that atmosphere of like okay this is kind of spooky um and the power keeps cutting out but i mean that's all that really happens until the last like two minutes where this like Zombie like creatures just kind of running around, <laughs> it was just and, like, like chasing it, her, and yeah, yeah, it it, def- it didn't just it just didn't do much for me, uh, just because I wasn't really that I'm not too scared by that type of stuff, Like just, ooh, there's taps and someone just slowly walks up to the casket and just checks it out and slowly walks back and calls a yeah. friend, like for maybe rinse and repeat three times. I think that happens. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't too blown away by this one, and it's we're talking about them in a different order than what they uh, appeared in the movie because this was. Right after the rat man, it was like the rat man, this one, the subject, and then terror was the last and terror, one, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so I wasn't too big on this one, and coming right off the rat man, I was just like, oof, are we get another v h s viral situation, which was just VHS viral is so I just didn't a see tr- that. I didn't see any rain of wreck.
0: i didn't, I heard bad things, but yeah uh
1: was, was it, it was't okay we we watched that in the dorms, and you were there, and Nate was there. <laughs> It's all right. That's such Dylan a bad memory, there. dude. Because I remember. Okay. Maybe okay. So maybe this is this is what happened. Because I remember Dylan walked out after the first one. He's like, "I'm done, gone." This is stupid. Yeah. yeah. No more. Nate left after like the third one, midway through the third one. He's like, "I'm okay. done. He's done with this." And then I think maybe you just also left, <laughs> and just because when I think I was like the last one there or something. It must have been. Uh, it's like I'll stick it out, it out ended, for a Like this movie sucked. Like it was just wasn't anything. So I, I definitely did not like VHS viral. Uh but going
0: back to this, yeah, no. I just the wake just it was
1: uh yeah.
0: It had like one cool moment and I think it had some okay lead up and tension, but it was like tension that you've definitely seen a million times before. The lights go out, the power goes out, the phone line get, get gets cut out. Um there was one scene where her friend was try like about to tell her about like what happened to this dude and I thought that was a little bit kinda cool, but that oh, was it. yeah,
1: he jumped off the roof or something. It's and...
0: like, oh, yeah, he wasn't in the obituary. He was on the front page, and then the line cuts out or something.
1: Yeah. Which was kind of yeah. cool. moment there's moments. So, but moments, just, yeah.
0: exactly. But if you were to rank them, uh, what would be your, from the bottom to the top, four through one, what would you go?
1: I'm going to count five. Or go so, through five through one, then, sure. Five, yeah, yeah the SWAT main storyline, just, yeah, don't need it. Uh, the wake. Uh, so yeah number three storm drain number two the terror number one the subject because i would watch a feature film of the subject um maybe if it wasn't pov the whole time but definitely had like good amount of sequences like that i think that'd be really cool and he's a great director so i'd love to see more of what he does
0: that's tough dude it it honestly is tough for me i would i would go obviously the the main storyline five is not the is not the greatest And, and then the wake storm drain and then i might just put subject and then terror at the top because i did think that was a pretty cool storyline that they had going on there there is some there is some cool things to enjoy about this franchise i mean there's really nothing else like it there's movies like abcs of death uh the other vhs movies uh where it's basically just an anthology of horror shorts so Um, but I, you know, I think there is a lot of things to like about this movie. I was pleasantly surprised with, uh, most of the shorts. I think that they really, it's like a return to form. I mean, I haven't, I don't remember viral, but I was reading some things that a lot of people felt that this was very reminiscent of VHS two in terms of the quality of their overall shorts, which is cool. Um, the main storyline is just, I could take it or leave it. Some of the acting was kind of eh, but you know, it is what it is. It's not from like a list actors or anything like that. But I mean, overall for me, it was it was really enjoyable. I was creeped out by it, and for the most part, was felt pretty disturbed. So I think the movie did its job. So I will go three and a half out of five for me for VHS 1994.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I thought it was pretty wild. It was extremely disturbing and ultra violent at times. Uh, and it's up there with VHS one and two. For sure. I think this would be a good trilogy right there if you just ignore Viral. Viral is just yeah. awful. Yeah, um, but if you just know what you're getting yourself into with like just these are goofy, dumb horror shorts that some might kind of creep you out. Some might just be like, all right, not for me. But uh, for the most part, I mean, you will at least see something that you might like because I think they're all very uh, good filmmakers that they get and they've all gone off and done feature length films and a lot of them have done some good stuff. So uh, I would go three out of five. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Fair for enough. everyone, every short that I liked, there was one that I didn't really like, so.
0: Yeah. Um, Cool. Well, that is VHS 1994 available on Shudder. Um, I think that might be the only place you can watch it. It's a Shutter exclusive. exclusive. Okay. Yeah, so check Shudder out. There's a lot of cool shit on there, to be honest. If you're a horror fan, I mean, that is literally the way to go. Not a sponsor. But Spencer, next week, this is why we got Peacock.
1: That's so why you got Peacock, I guess.
0: Well, not well, necessarily why. I but... got Peacock to watch Sunday Night Football, but uh, we can also watch Halloween Kills on Peacock next week with Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Halloween Kills—that is the definitely the movie we're going to be talking about. I know Nate mentioned that he might go see it in theaters,
0: so I don't. Oh, okay. I don't Maybe know it'll... what'll what'll happen it, there, wait but... Does that mean Nate is going to be on Mainstream Boys to talk about Halloween Kills? I wouldn't bank on it,
1: but right. there's a possibility considering. Okay. Halloween is, like, one of his favorites. It'd be
0: kind of crazy if he doesn't, but, you know, we never know. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Always check us out on Instagram and check out the main show because there's more Spooktober stuff going on. We just talked about uh, The Exorcist and The Exorcist Part 3. So check us out. See you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Tuesday, and you can stay up to date with everything related to those movie dudes by following us on Instagram.